Kids don't like eating at school, but if they have a Remains of the Day lunchbox, they're a lot happier. It's time for Cool Weird Awesome, where we put a sandwich in an elevator to take lunch to the next level. I'm Brady. It's Monday, April 3rd. Last week was school spring break where I live. So today all the families are back to filling backpacks, putting homework in folders, and packing lunches. Maybe next spring break we should head to Columbus, Georgia, so we can visit the Lunchbox Museum. This is an actual place, and it celebrates the golden age of lunchboxes, which was an actual age. Now, lunchboxes go back more than a century. Factory workers in the late 1800s brought them to work either to save money on eating out or because they didn't have money to eat out. Students who lived in rural areas also carried lunchboxes since they lived too far away from school to go back home for lunch. These original boxes were functional, not decorative. The first branded lunchbox went on sale in 1935 with Mickey Mouse, the first rodent that people were happy to see in a cafeteria. In the 1940s, Congress passed the National School Lunch Act. That started moving the country's schools toward meal programs in the building. Lunchbox makers feared they would become obsolete, so they went all in on designs and decorations. You could get a lunchbox with your favorite comic book hero, sports star, cartoon character, or TV actor on the side. By the time I was growing up in the 1980s, a cool lunchbox was a serious status symbol and occasionally the focus of a classmate's jealousy. I'm pretty sure someone swiped my Dragon's Lair lunchbox in third grade, though I might also have just forgotten where I put it and never thought to ask anyone to help. Back around then in the 1980s, radio station owner Alan Woodall started buying antique lunchboxes that he remembered from his childhood. He even started buying entire collections that others had put together. When he retired from the radio business, he started curating the Lunchbox Museum, which has thousands of boxes, some of which are believed to be worth thousands of dollars. Woodall has also co-written a book about the history of lunchboxes, and he's helped the Smithsonian put together a traveling exhibit about the cultural history of lunchboxes. And if you do decide to pay the museum a visit, of course, don't forget to pack a lunch. You can learn more about the Lunchbox Museum and the history of lunchboxes at Cool Weird Awesome, though we've got an even bigger collection for you right after this short break. Welcome back. Today in 1920, the birthday of Theron Holland, who had an enormous collection of Native American arrowheads and stone artifacts. He had more than 70,000 in all. I'm Brady. Hope you have an enormously great day. Thanks for listening and come back again tomorrow for more cool, weird, awesome. Another helpful Brady Carlson project.